Praise the Lord. I love the scripture that says in the book of Habakkuk 3, 17. So though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the feast yields no food, though the flock may be cut off from the, from the fold, and there be no head in the store. But you say, yes, I will do what? I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Praise the Lord. Because he's my strength. So don't, don't magnify your problem. Magnify who? God. The Shudamite woman. That was when, when she had problem. The only child she, 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 she could just say, this is my child. She waited for the child for a long time. What happened? One day, that child just decided to die. There was so much problem. But she, she didn't magnify that problem. When they asked her, what is wrong with you? What did he say? It is well. It is well. Say your neighbor is well. No stress. No stress at all. It is well with me. It is well with my soul. In the name of Jesus. So we are going to go to the Go Forward series. Go Forward. We have learned so much this time. We have learned so much. And when I was preparing for this message, God asked me to do something. Even though time has passed time, but I just want to do it because that's what is really laid in my heart to do. You see, this is January, this is February now. Through January, we have been looking at Go Forward. And I don't think I've been preaching, I've been teaching on this subject. I've been teaching on this subject. So what have we learned so far? What have we learned so far? And God asked me to ask somebody here. What have you learned so far? Who can tell me in summary what you have learned so far since the beginning of this series? You're following me on this series and you want to just give me a very good overview of what you have learned so far. I have a gift to somebody here. Who can do it for me? Anybody bold enough? Please, mommy. There, is, there are some books under my table. Bring them down. I, I want to give a gift to somebody. To, I want to really know whether I've been communicating or not. Because that's, that's the way the Holy Spirit says I should do it. Can you ask them whether you have been communicating or not? Who, can, who wants to try? Okay, I have three people that have volunteered. Okay, let's start from Baladimola. In one minute, summarize for me. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, can you give, give, give me this mic? This mic should be, should, be, should be louder. In this year, 2020, I must be focused and I must be determined. Not looking at any situation or any situation around me, I must just be focused that this year, I am moving forward. And by the grace of God, I will move forward. Amen. Let's clap for him. Praise the Lord. Number two. Who's trying trying again? Okay, Sister Gold. Sister Gold. I will give you a word. Mommy, please read the books. Um, With the series, what I've gotten is that with everything I have planned out for my life, with everything that's happening, I have to be determined to succeed, to make it, and also to do away with procrastination. Hallelujah. Let's laugh. Up. Okay. Bra- 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 
Okay, Brother Bank Paul, Brother Bank Paul. Yes. I think I have more there, right? Um, I learned that um, I should be determined. Okay. I should be focused. No procrastination. I should attach value to what I value most, and that value will drive me. Okay. Yes. Hallelujah. Value. She had something there. Okay. Brashion. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, what I've learned so far is that I should identify that there is a cause. And okay. that is going to be like a motivator mm -hmm. that will make me break boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I should be determined. Mm -hmm. And in the course of being determined, I will be focused. Mm -hmm. And when I am focused, whatever I have set my mind to do this year, because I have identified the cause, I am focused, I am determined, and I have surrounded myself with people that will encourage me mm -hmm. and not people that will discourage me. Mm -hmm. Then with that, I can be able let's to achieve my goal. Here. Let's clap for you. That's right. Okay, let's come to this side. Brother Kale over there. Brother Kale, okay? Yes, I, I learned that uh, this, from this teaching that I need to be determined. Okay. But for then, I need to have uh, belief, confidence, assurance okay. that all this teaching will work for me. Okay. Not only believing, but take it personally as God is talking to me. Mm. And after that, then I focus, determine not to be distracted. And also to have um, place a value of exactly what, 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 what exactly do I need. Mm. So after doing that, then God will intervene. Praise Amen. God. Praise the Lord. Let's clap for him as well. <laughs> Dr. Nathaniel. Praise God. Hallelujah. I learned that I should identify a particular cause, mm -hmm. pursue that cause with vigor, be focused, and I should identify myself with people that have similar goals around me. So that's what I learned. Praise the Lord. Let's look for ourselves, please. <laughs> Who is the winner? <laughs> Stagibola? Please give it to us. She wants to say something too. I should, I should encourage myself. Okay. I should not expect someone to encourage me, mm. not even my husband. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know when she said it, she looked back. What else is, is listening? <laughs> okay, you are going to get home today. You're going to ask you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is what we have been learning so far. In going forward, we have to be what? Focus. First of all, identify a cause. What is the cause? Be motivated by that cause. Then be focused. Encourage yourself. Surround yourself with people that will encourage you. And don't just wait for them to encourage you. Encourage out yourself as well. Get motivated. Put a value on that thing. Because when you value it, then the drive comes. And that's the critical part. If the value is not what you can want to go for, you will step back. Praise the Lord. And that drives your determination. You are determined to do it. No matter the obstacles that comes your way, that determination drives you. Praise the Lord. And last week, I said something specifically about determination, which all of us has missed out. And so I'm not going to give the book to anybody. Praise the Lord. Because, and this is very important for me, because you didn't mention that. It's very, very important. 
Let's look for our sister. That's very important. Determined to make heaven. Not just the hardly things. We must be determined to make heaven. And it's not going to, not going to become easy. The Bible says, in this world you face what? Tribulations. And he said to us, I've sent you as, as what? Sheep among wolves. Praise the Lord. But I will keep my word. Also, I have more books, right? So for everybody that talk, I'll give you a book. Those are, I have more books in the, in the industrial room. Don't look at the size of the book. Just look at the content. Eh? <laughs> uh, we'll talk again, okay? As I said, don't look at the size of the book. Oh. It's very important. Uh, okay, bring, bring those books. Who we'll talked again? Brashio? Ah, I like the book I gave to you, said. You talk. Have I missed Okay. Princess. I gave to you. I think I'll give to everybody. Right? Brother Mola, okay. Okay. Praise the Lord. So there, by the grace of God, I want to continue in this teaching. I think I need to go through this again because of my time. So that's what our star said. Determination can be towards achieving earthly goals or heavenly goals. And the last question I asked last week is there, are you interested in making heaven or are you determined to make heaven? There are two different things, though. I hope you got that last week. There are two different things. You may be interested in making heaven, but determination gets you there. Everybody is interested in making heaven, but not everybody is determined to make heaven. May the Lord help us all in the name of Jesus Christ. Children, please, let's be very, very quiet. So, by the grace of God, I'm going to, to feed that next column, which is what? Courage. Courage. If you want to go forward this year, that is a quality you must exhibit. Courage. You have to be courageous. In the book of Joshua 1, 1 to 9. Joshua 1, 1 to 9. The Lord spoke to Joshua after the death of Moses. And I will read this because it's important. That's why I'm building my message home. See, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Wake up. Moses is dead. He's not coming back. Face the reality. As some of us need to face the reality today and make the right step going forward. Now, therefore, arise. 
Go over this Jordan. You and all these people to the land which I have given to them and the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Ephraim, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. That is the promise of God for Joshua. That is settled. He has not withdrawn that promise. He has not said he will not do it again. Just like he has said something concerning you and me as well. His promises for us. He has not forgotten it. He has not repented of it. That promise still stands. He was emphasizing to, to Joshua that that promise is still there for you. But he said something next. Very important. What he said next after this is key to everything. He said, Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. For to these people you shall defile as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous. Emphasis again. Only be strong and very courageous. That you may observe to do according to the, all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. That you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the Lord shall not depart from you from your mouth, but you shall maintain it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good words, success. And in nine, it says again, Have I not commanded you? Be what? Be strong. And of what? Good courage. Do not be afraid. Not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Praise the Lord. The promises are there for you and me as well. But God is saying to us today to step into that promise. Be what? And what? Courageous. Be courageous. Tell your neighbor, be courageous. You see, sometimes things that God promises, promised to us are not going to be given to you in the platter of gold. Sometimes it requires you to do some things yourself to, to receive it. Sometimes you face difficulty in pursuing those goals. But does it mean that God has forgotten you? No. Just be strong and courageous. So go for what belongs to you. Somebody once said, so what would life be if we had no courage to attempt anything? Just think about that. What would life be if you had no courage to attempt everything? I will tell you a very funny story. This is my story. When I entered university, I entered very, very young. 
I was just about 17 years old. And that will be the first time I'll be writing, my first semester exam was my first time I'll be writing an exam in university. It was a big hall. And I got there. I read, I prepared for it. But when I got there, fear gripped me. Fear gripped me. My hands were shaking. I could not write anything. I don't know any, has anybody experienced that, that before? I could not write anything. I feel like I want to go to the toilet. Immediately. And I stood up. I went out. I came back. The same thing. Even though I know what I should write, but fear greeted me. I don't know where it came from. I did not have the courage to write that exam. And of course, I didn't do it there. Praise the Lord. But sometimes, it is not because we don't have the ability to do some things. But the courage to do it, we don't have it. I imagine today, if everyone that has invented something in life did not have the courage to do it, where would this world be today? She may not be here. I may not be here. The guys that invented the, uh, the uh, aeroplane, what is their name? Eh? Drive Brothers. It was courage. They failed many times. But they were continuing to do it. They were continuing to do it. And let me say something. There's a difference between determination and courage. We must not convince the two. There's a difference between being determined and being courageous. Determination confronts difficulties. But courage confronts difficulties but what? Because danger or fear. You're not only dealing with, dealing with difficulties, you're also dealing with fear or danger. It's a dangerous situation. So when those three combine together, it's not, it's, it has gone beyond just, you know, being determined. Just, it has gone beyond just being determined. It's important. It's very, very important that we understand that difference. Praise the Lord. Nobody wants to be called a coward. But not everybody acts courageously. There's nobody. When we're in school, they call you, they call you, they call you wimp. You'll be angry. I'm a wimp. But many people act like cowards in many ways, in many areas of our life. Praise the Lord. But I want to be able to demystify that word courage so that you can, you can understand it better. Because sometimes you talk about courage. A lot of people start thinking about the superheroes, the Superman, the Batman. You know, those people that don't do extraordinary things. Or people that go to war to fight wars. And I ask myself that I have not been to war does not make me a coward. 
that you have not gone to war does not mean that you are not courageous. Because battlefields are different. Battlefields are different. Yes, David was courageous. That was why he was able to do what? To confront Goliath. But before he confronted Goliath, he fought a battle. The battlefield that is in what? In his mind. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are all courageous. One way or the other, we have exhibited courage. In fact, let me tell you something. Being in Canada today, Canada today, is what? Courage. Is it not? Not many, many degrees as I there now. You have survived minus 30, minus 40. It's courageous. You know it could be that cold when you're coming here. Many of us left our jobs, left what we are doing, where we are coming from, to come to do uncertainty. It's courage. The reason many of you have not been able to come here is because they are not courageous enough. Clap for yourself. It is true. It is true. Many are not courageous enough to, to leave Nigeria or wherever they come from. Because they were like, how will I survive outside where I am? Praise the Lord. So you are courageous to be here today. But my emphasis is that the biggest battlefield of a man is the battlefield of where? Your mind. If you cannot win the battlefield of your mind, then you cannot exhibit that courage anywhere. The battlefield of your mind. In John 10.10, 10, he described that battlefield for us in a way. John 10.10. 10, he said, the thief does not come about to do what? To see, to kill, and to destroy. I have come that you may what? May have life, and they may have it abundantly. That thought of the devil and the Lord is in your heart. Will you allow him to take hold of, of your heart, or will you take charge? What battlefield, what, 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 what battle are you fighting in your mind now? What battle are you fighting? fighting? Praise the Lord. And if you cannot overcome that fight, that battle, then you cannot exhibit courage as the Lord expected us to do. Praise the Lord. So you must be to overcome the battlefield of your mind. Apostle Paul said, in the book of Romans, Romans uh, 7, 23. He said, there are things that I want to do. But what? I can't do it. I, can't, I, I don't find myself doing it. Because sometimes he loses that battlefield. He loses. Let me, let me read for us. Romans 7, 15. Say, for what I'm doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not do. I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. That is, that is a battle. He fights a battle in his heart, as many of us do today. Well, I want to bring it home to us so that you don't think that the battle you are talking about is just about, you no, know, going to war. No. But 98% of the battles you fight will be won or lost in your mind. It was until David was convinced in his mind that this Goliath cannot 
defeat me. That was why he approached Goliath. He didn't just go. He approached Goliath until he was convinced. Praise the Lord. So we need to be convinced in our hearts to win the battle in our hearts for us to be able to face the battle that we face every day in life. Praise the Lord. When the Lord was talking to Joshua in Joshua 1, 1 to 9, he was not fighting any battle. He, there was no battle in his, in, in, ahead of him. He just told him to be courageous because the battle will come. That battle will come. And I want to talk about some little, little battles that we are fighting every day that many of us have not won. And I want to use the example of one person, the book of Luke 15. Luke 15, 11 to 32. Luke 15, 11 to 32. It's a story we know very well. Because of my time, I will paraphrase it. It's the story of the prodigal son. The story of the prodigal son. Oftentimes, when we think about this story, what we look at is the fact that this boy comes back to his father. But I want us to focus on something very important in the life of this boy. He left his father. He took everything away from him. He lost everything through righteous living, as the Bible says. At the time in his life, he looked at himself and said, what am I doing here? Process that time. That was the time he was fighting a battle in his mind. Do I go back to my father? What will they say concerning me? How will they see me? Will they wear left arrogantly? If I go back, what will they say? How will they treat me? I don't know for how long that battle was raging in his heart. Or what I should do before he made up his mind to go back to the father. It was not easy, brethren. Don't think it was easy. He must have processed it again and again and again. What do I do? Because essentially, when he was going back, he said something. He said, I'm not coming back to be as a son again. I'm going back to what? To what? A servant. Do you think it is easy for him who has been controlling the servant to come and join other servants? No. But he made up his mind. He won that battle in his mind that the only thing I can do is to go back to my father. He was willing to say sorry for what he did. Sorry. Accepting the fact that he, is, he was wrong. And I want to put it to us today. The battle many of us has failed to, to win because of what we think others will think about us. The fear of their reaction. The fear of what they will say. Ah, he's weak. Because he's weak. It's because we have not been able to win this battle. Sometimes to go and to accept the fact that you are wrong concerning something, say, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Many have not been able to do it. And we come to church every day. 
And we know the Bible says that if anybody has done you wrong, do what? Before you present any offering, do what? Go forth and apologize. Make peace. But you've not, you've not been able to make peace. You, you, you cannot accept that you are wrong, even if you are not wrong. But you want to make peace. The Bible says, pursue peace with what? With all men, without which no man shall see the Lord. So you see, hold grudges. Because of fear of what people will say if you say, I'm sorry. Some people find it difficult to say, I'm sorry. Even to their spouses. To their spouse. He has to come and say, Sorry. I won't say sorry. I will deal with her until she says sorry. It's happening amongst us. The battlefield of our mind. We are unforgiving. We think we are right all the time. Praise the Lord. And until we are able to overcome that battle in our mind, those things that hold us down, we cannot confront those things that are outside that our inner mind. If you want to win, we want, to, we want to, your family learns you to be, to be better. And you're not willing to say sorry. You have not started at all. Many of us have gone, have gone through uh, marriage counseling before we got married. And I could never forget, you know, when I was going through my home, the Reverend Father that was, that was talking to us said one word that you should not be too proud or too, uh, too big to say is what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's very healing. In our, in our homes. Don't say, I'm sorry. And you can see how it will affect your relationship. This young man fought the battle in his heart. Should I go home? How will, I, how will you look like going home like this? Wretched. You know, in my language, they say, they say, uh, me that is from a very rich home. You know? How can I be dressed like this? But he overlooked those things and said, I need to surrender my life. I need to go back to my father. And this scripture is an analogy for us, brethren, about our relationship with what? With our God. Many of us know that we are not right with God. We know we are not right with God. We know there are things in our life that we need to settle with God. If you want to go forward this year, this is the starting point. Hello? The starting point is to get right with who? With your God. It may take courage for you to do it. How can, this, how can I come out and say I want to give my life to Christ? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to do that. But it may be what you need to cut off from the past and move forward. You know, you are not right with Christ. You know, there's something in your life that is not right. You can't say that you have given your life all. Maybe you have known him before, just like that prodigal son. He, he, he has been with the father for, for some time before. He knew him. But suddenly, what happened? He withdrew. Maybe you have been backsliding. And you need to reconnect back to God. You need to accept the father. Yes, I have to come back to him. 
I've told you my story before when I gave my life to Christ. On that particular day, I will never forget. I had a battle in my mind. Should I go out? Should I not go out? This message is for me. He, the guy knows me very well. He has talked about me. I knew that message hit me hard. And I was like, should I go out? He's calling for making an altar call. Somebody said, if you go out, you will be disgraced. So if you go out, you will miss out. Started reminding me of my escapades. I said, this is the thing you will miss out. If you just step out. For a long time, I was sitting on that seat. I don't know what to do. I struggled with it. It was a battle I fought for about five minutes. The man did not stop. Come out, I know you are here. And if the voice inside me tell, telling me, sit down, very soon we stop. But I was determined. And when I stepped out, when I stood up, he said, sit down. That voice said, sit down. I didn't sit down. I struggled with it. I thought other people would join me to, to stand up. I was looking around. Nobody was standing up. Ah! Say, I didn't tell you. Shame on you. Everything bad thing that man has said today. So it's, it's you alone. <laughs> I'm serious because the message was hard. He said a lot, a lot of bad things. That not, this is me. So, so, so it's you alone in this church. Better sit down. And I couldn't sit down. The man now said, Please come forward. I said, I'll not tell you. Now, nah, this is disgrace for you now. Come forward. But I won that battle. And I thank God for my life that I won that battle. But there are many people that come to church today that they have not won that battle. You know in your heart that you're not right with God. And you are talking about going forward. Going forward to where? Going forward to where? To heaven or to where? That is the starting point. Brethren, you need to be courageous to declare for God. To say, I'm for you. It's not easy. I've shared my experience with you. So before you start talking about courage, as it applies to Benedict, let us start from here. Are you afraid of even surrendering your life to Christ? What you will lose if you do so? Let's rise on our feet. And I want to challenge somebody here today. We are going forward this year. But you know yourself, you know yourself that you're not there yet. That if you step forward from where you are now, you are not sure of making it to heaven. You may be like me, fighting the battle of my mind. I want you to be courageous today. Be courageous to declare for the Lord. I say, I'm here for you. I'm not there yet. I want to give my life. I want to surrender all to you. Lord, help me. You are like that prodigal child. You have been with him before you knew him. But you are backslidden. 
Lord, I want to reconnect back to you. This is the starting point of going forward, brethren. This is the starting point. This is the starting point. Are you declaring for the Lord today and say, Lord, have me. I need, I need you in my life. I surrender myself to you, Lord Jesus. I want to pray with you. I want to agree with you in prayer. So that you can go forward with us this year. As you go to the place where God has promised us, a place of comfort, a place of peace, a place of joy. We are declaring that today. Lift up your hand to God Almighty. I want to pray with you. Say, Lord, I surrender myself unto you. I surrender myself unto you. Is there anybody saying that this morning? I surrender myself unto you. I'm not here, I'm not here yet. But I want to give my life to you. Don't let anything hold you down. It's between you and your God. It's between you and your God. Win that battle today. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. knows me, they know my voice. So when he's leading us, he's leading his sheep. Not the hirelings. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for everyone here, Lord Jesus. You are the one that can do all things. You are the God of mercy. So I pray, Lord Jesus, that even as we are here, Lord, as many of us that have known Him and have declared for Him, the grace to continue for the Lord will be released upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that He that lays out on the plan, look back. It's for the kingdom. None of us will look back. In the name of Jesus. We will increase in you, we will not decrease in you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And because we belong to you, nothing shall by enemies be able to stop us as we march forward this year. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Let's put our hands together for Jesus.